What's up, everyone, and welcome to another Jets episode on the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. We are still 0-12, baby. The Jets really do love to stay in the headlines, though. So, we'll, of course, give you our take on Greg Williams firing, and we'll talk about the state of the franchise, including Tank Commander Gase. Um, we're gonna get a, we're gonna get into the actual Jets versus Raiders game, not just the last play, if that's actually possible. We'll actually talk. There was an actual football game. We'll talk about it, um, and uh, we'll uh, talk about what's about to happen to us in Seattle, and dabble into a little bit of uh, Jags versus Texans. I mean, Jags versus Titans. Sorry, Alex. What's for etc. What's good, John? For etc. Today we're gonna discuss our. Our uh, sleeper teams because we're past the the, the three quarter mark. We're getting to the final quarter of the season, and we're going to talk about some key games during this week. All right. All right. Cool. Right. I see. Let's go. What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode. Oh, Alex, what a week, man. I, 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 do you even remember that there was a football game? Like, I can't even remember that there was a football game on Sunday. All It's just the headlines are all over the place for this Jets team. Dude, the only thing I got to say about this past week, and I know the headlines are all over the place for Greg Williams and whatnot, but... If I have to go off on a little side tangent right now, I'm very happy about my fantasy football team because I pulled off the the pettiest move of all petty moves that I, I just have to discuss right now. So the division I'm in, I created three divisions. It's my league. I run it. 12 teams. The division I was in, there was one team that was 7-6. and six. The rest of us are 6-6. Six and six. And I needed this win and a few losses to get into the playoffs. So I realized that my opponent had Boswell on the Steelers on Monday. So I picked up all the remaining three kickers so that he couldn't do it. And I won by a point, <laughs> 1.2 points. <laughs> and I'm now in the playoffs. So that's the only thing I can say that I'm really happy about this weekend. Um, and I guess like Greg Williams' firing is just imminent of Adam Gase, but from this weekend, I'll say that that was the highlight. This Jets game was just, and everything afterwards. I, it's look, man, we're just a traveling circus. That's just what it is. It's there's never there's nothing really much more to say than that. In all honesty. Uh, all right, all right. So, Alex, nobody cares about your fancy team. I'll be the first person to say that out loud. Thank you. But, <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate the love. <laughs> no, but um. Nice scumbag move. Nice scumbag move. Um, that's a that's a real fantasy play right there. Um, so, what's crazy about this whole jet saga and the circus thing is is because we literally went from oh my goodness the Jets have an actual chance at winning a football game mm-hmm. because the Raiders are coming into the East Coast. They're injured as we talked about. Um, we're dying for a win. We played really well during the game. Everybody's like, oh my goodness, the Jets are about to win. We're playing so well. It's, you know, it's not even close. And that was on Sunday at like 3.30. Jump to, I don't know, like Tuesday at noon. 
Not only have we fired our defensive coordinator, Greg Williams, not only is there turmoil, quote-unquote, in the locker room and weirdness going on with Adam Gase, right, in his press conference, but, like, already Bill Cower is being, like, tossed, you know, <laughs> to the Jets and Boomer and like, what happened? What, like, you know, like, like the, just the, the, the chain of events from, like, just that, honestly, just that one play, which is, so let's get into it. That, like, that was Greg Williams' gripe. So the moral of the story is the Jets went cover zero on the last play of the game, which Greg Williams has admitted during Jets training camp to the fans that that was his favorite play to call. Yep. So it's not in the order. His name is Dr. Heat. He calls himself Dr. Heat. He likes to bring the blitz. Okay. He called that in the last play of the game. I'm just going to say right now, my I know there's a conspiracy where the Jets are trying to blow the game. Obviously, that's not the case, so I'm not even going to entertain that. My conspiracy with it, and no one has really mentioned this, I think that Greg Williams didn't want... I think he wanted to put the stamp on the game so he could make it about himself. right? And, 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 and that's more of what it was. Sort of like the conspiracy that the Seahawks wanted Russell Wilson to throw the touchdown so he can get the MVP. And that's why they tried that before giving it to Marshawn Lynch. Like, that sort of conspiracy. And I, I feel like this is more plausible just because of Greg Williams and his ego. And the offense had such a good game. And, like, he wanted the W to be on him. Like, end the game on a sack. But to be honest with you, the play before that, they were in zone. And, like... I mean, Marcus May did have good coverage. They did have double cover on Aguilar. But, I mean, he was open. Like, if, if Carr actually hit that throw and didn't overthrow it, he, he could have actually hit it. So, he, he, he did try both of them um, when we went to go back to look at the tape. So, what really drove everybody crazy was not that Greg Williams was fired. <laughs> it's actually a little bit laughable to me um, that we're firing the D coordinator with four games to go. But respect to number 20, Marcus May, for coming out and and just straight up, like, saying it. Like, in, in the press conference, he's like, dude, he's, I think he said it, like, 19 times they counted that it was a, ba- that it was a bad call. He's just like, yo, we, like, you are screwing over our rookie cornerback. We know we can't cover him. Henry Ruggs, the fastest wide receiver on the outside by himself. So once Marcus May did that, and he's the captain of the D, like you, you did have to leave him, but I know this drove you crazy, and I want, I want to hear from you, Alex. The fact that Adam Gase made it seem like he's the one that did this whole thing. <sighs> yeah, because Adam Gase is such a genius, such a such a genius. I mean, I love how he's like, I made the decision to fire uh, Greg Williams, and like. No, you no, it wasn't, man. Like, relax. Like, settle down. That that is not you, okay? This is this is the slow trickle down effect of like you can't have we can't have a coach in there that Marcus May is just flaming at this point, and it's easy to get rid of him and the Johnsons, and probably JD too. Joe Douglas is like, look, we can't have this anymore. Like, it's already bad as it is. Like, no one likes you. Yeah, well, Let's just I, I think it's even. Down. And, I, I, I think it's even back to the ego. Th- Thing. Like Gase wants to be like he wants to put it out in the media like yo I fired you like you know, you know what I'm saying like, you got oh, fired yeah. by Adam Gase like you know he wants to like give him that last jab as well they're like little kids and they've been little kids from the moment they were both put into the situation 
Yeah, I mean, I can't. I, I mean, look, no one takes Adam Gay seriously. Everyone, everyone, national media, anyone who's doing what we're doing with this podcast, or anyone who who is just like an independent knows that Adam Gay is just a crap of a head coach. All right, that's just proven, and. You're right, man. Like, he just wants to seem like he's just this guy who's in control, who knows what's going on. And it's like, I'm the brains of this operation. And honestly, I don't think you want to take that <laughs> take that title of the team because guess what? Like, the team sucks. And it's just going to go back to you at the end of the day. So it doesn't even matter at that point. It's just comical at this point. This whole franchise is just... this is, this is franchise is not totally comical this season is just comical this is just other world other worldly of just like what's going on my man yeah well greg williams this i mean if the jets do go 0 16 and right now they're 0 12 so it's pretty close as it is and he mm-hmm. got fired so that he got fired technically when they're winless this is the third team in a row that he was a part of that are winless he, he was on the lions and he was on the browns like, dude, like, at, at some point, like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, you can't be the smartest guy in the room if you're on two teams, now three winless teams, dude. Like, that's insane. Hey, it says something, right? And it's like every year, too, when he joins those teams, like, the defense plays out of their mind. And then the second year, it's just kind of like, what happened? Like, what's where did where did the fire go? It's just it's weird, man. It's weird. It's a, this is this terrible like cycle of just like the coaching that we t- that we talk about in the NFL, where it's like, all right, like, all right, Adam Gaze has done Miami. Jets will take him. All right, uh, what's his name from Green Bay? McCart Mike McCarthy. All right, we're done with him. Dallas Cowboys are like, let's go get him. Or it's just like Jason Garrett. All right, we're done in Dallas. Hey, we're gonna take him as an OC out in out in uh, New- for the Giants. What? Like, come on, guys. Let's. They're done for a reason. Keep moving. Move them along. Get them out of here. Something new. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was inevitable. Um, I just, I, I personally want to put, I just want to dispel the theory that the, the, the Jets, like, purposely did that to lose the game. As much as we want them to do that, it's just ridiculous. So I just, like, kind of want to end that notion. Greg Williams didn't want to lose the game. The Jets didn't want to lose the game. Greg Williams wanted to make put his stamp on the game so we could remember that last sack of the game and mm-hmm. then we you know, just close it out. You know what I mean? That's what he wanted so he could forget all about the offense and Gase. Um, For sure, man. I mean, that's it's we're talking. You, you already pointed out it's two big egos, right, between Greg Williams and Adam Gase. So he wouldn't throw away a game. The fact that anyone would think that he would throw away a game is just ridiculous because if he throws away a game, like other teams know that he's throwing away a game. He doesn't want that on his record, like – that he threw a game away. That's he just is very aggressive in his play style. Like we've seen it, and unfortunately, we don't have the type of players to be aggressive. And it, it was just a bad call at the end of the day. Yeah, a little bit of X's and O's on that. What really drove me nuts wasn't even that he blitzed all the guys because at the end of the day, um, we can't, we could not guard Waller. Like we cannot guard the tight end. We've been screaming about this all year. We are. By far the statistically worst team in the NFL guarding the tight end. We get mashed by tight ends every single week. And so that's part of it. Like, And we can't guard the running back really out of the flat, but that's not the point on a Hail Mary. We wanted to keep Waller in there. And that you know, and, and when you do an all-out blitz, the running back has to pick up the, uh, um, a blitzer and so does the tight end. So like, there is some strategy, but 
The bad part of that whole thing is we had Matthias Farley, like a backup, like one of our safeties, and he was a spy. Why are you spying Derek Carr on a Hail Mary? Like, it makes literally no sense. I'm not going to get on Lamar Jackson for biting, you know, on the... You know, on the double move under, like when it's a Hail Mary situation, like obviously Monday Monday quarterback, don't do that. But like he shouldn't have been put in that situation. So the X's and O's just didn't make sense. Like the only part like I get is that you want to keep Waller in, but like, dude, just like the X's and O's of it just didn't even make sense. And we're not professional football players, like we just watch football. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was just wrong to put a rookie cornerback in a situation against rugs on the last play of the game that's just easy for him you can argue as much as you want on how jackson should not have fallen for the double move but that's a rookie mistake he's a rookie like yeah, literally like, that, like it's not like darrell revis like where it's like oh darrell you are like all pro you know what's coming like don't do that this is no this is jackson who's like getting his chops now like playing in the secondary because we got rid of i'm not gonna say his name because i just Dislike how much that guy just allowed passes. Glorified interceptions, man. That man just had glorified interceptions. Desir, you're killing me. Um, but, yeah, man, it, it is what it is at this point. We should not have had to spy Derek Carr, as you said. And really, like, Darren Waller, for anyone who doesn't know, went 13 for 17, 200 yards and two touchdowns. The longest one was 38 yards. It's We can't – we don't have the safeties – and the and the linebackers to cover the tight end and this is just it's just painful to watch it was like every single time he was just open every single time the first one where uh who is it um who uh it's not, was it was it Mollet I think it, it uh was it Mollet that got turned around on the on the touchdown early in the beginning it was either Mollet or I don't know. Our, our three rookie cornerbacks gave up an unreal amount of yards it, and three yeah. touchdowns. I don't even want to like it's. It was unreal. It was. It was. It was just. Terrible what are you gonna to do? What are you gonna do when we're when we're blitzing all game? Honestly, th- that that was the strategy to put some pressure on the Vegas Bryce O-line. Hall. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was our. He was our our rookie corners had a tough day, but. Again, on that call, Hewitt could have um, audibled out. Apparently, that's what he said. He's uh, Hewitt is the guy calling the defense. Which, mm-hmm. come on, guys! Like Hewitt, like personally, when I called into Bart Anon, um, the now national ESPN radio show, uh, I, was, I was talking to Bart Scott a, a little bit about the linebacker situation. I think we're like zero and six or something, um, and he was like, "Dude, you have Hewitt in there." Like, he's, he's your backup to the backup to the backup, right? And little do we know, he's the one calling plays, and it's on him now to make an audible at the end of the game. And he was like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, I regret it. But, you know, that's tough for him. And on the other side of that, Adam Gase was apparently talking to somebody on the sideline, and he was like, oh, I regret not calling a timeout. Like, it, it's tough out there. We're, we're really not putting our, corn, our, our rookie cornerbacks in a position to succeed. And I think th- that's the crux of the issue where with the, with these rookie corners and with Darnold and, you know, that that's why I'm really happy that we're, we're finally going to move on after four more games. But 
Yeah, man. man, he would have he would have a good game. He, I mean, he had he had, he had what 12, 12 tackles, and I think are the one of the two sacks with Q Will. I mean, he, he mm-hmm. they, they played well. The corners played okay. I mean, of course they gave up a million yards, but they you know like I I, I personally I like what I see from them. Like Langy had another good game, but you can't fumble twice and expect them to do anything. You know what I mean? Like they lived on the feet. Like it's just difficult, man. Yeah, man. I mean, our offense gave up a good amount of turnovers to give the Raiders a good amount of chances to score and win this game. Um, you can't lose off that way, but that's a, that's a big issue we gotta discuss, man. We gotta talk about the we got you know. I guess we could just dive into it right now. Let's just talk about the offense and the defense. So let's start off with the offense. You know, start off saying that there are some good things that you saw. Like we were able to move the ball. We scored. Darnold had some plays where it's like, okay, man, you're doing good, but then he's just. His decision-making, man, it is just so perplexing. I don't get it. Why are you throwing into coverage? Why are you throwing late? The one for the the one for the two-point conversion was really, really bothering me. He did such a good job of just evading everybody and then had the chance to recompose himself. And then instead of just like fully gathering himself and then looking at the field again, he just chucks a throw in there. Like, granted, it didn't count as an interception, but it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you can't throw the ball into those situations. You can't throw the ball under to your receiver going on the on an out route too. And he, he loves to do that. He loves to throw it under. He's not throwing over. And I don't know if this is just, like, him feeling pressured and he's just trying to get it out because the line is just abysmal. But that is just – it's – it's just tough at this point to watch him play like that, man. How, how do you feel about him? Well, just speaking on Donald specifically, I think he's frustrated, man. I think I think it's frustrating when you have a head coach slash offensive coordinator who like literally don't care about how you fit in the offense, don't give you the ability to you know make decisions on the offensive line. And so it's embarrassing, number one. And it, it, you're just like kind of like, what's the word? Like you're constricted, all right. Mm-hmm. And and like and and so you make dumb plays and you try to like you know, you know you're not gonna you don't want to stay in the system because you don't like the system you don't trust it like nobody trusts the system, right? Everybody talks about how, for example, John. Let's let's keep it, you know, relevant. John Gruden when they asked him about the last play of the game. He freaked out and he started he like he went off on ESPN. He's like my former employer, of course. All they're talking about is the Jets and Greg Williams. But he's like nobody's talking about how like we had to pick up the blitz and Carr had to make that throw and Rugs had to make that double move. Like everybody's trusts everything. Everyone's on the right page, same page. Like we are just never on the right page. And like our quarterback and our head coach are never on the right page. And so it's just like it's it's really not fair. At the end of the day, it's just not fair. Like, yeah, he gave up two fumbles. That sucks. Like, I don't want him to do that. Yeah, he made some bad decisions. But he made some good throws. I'm really happy with Mims. To be honest with you, dude, I really like Berrios. He's kind of gritty out there. Like, he really make, he makes some big plays, like, when we need him to. I know, like, Gase likes him too much. So that makes us, like, kind of like, eh. You know? Um, of course, Crowder. Like, if we could, like, if we could make Crowder... He really reminds me of our Lavernius Coles, but like I just want to keep him forever and ever and ever. Like I just never want Jameson Crowder to leave my team. To be honest with you, 
Yeah, man, for sure. Crowder's by far best wide receiver. Actually, no, he's our best. He's our most reliable wide receiver. I think our most talented wide receiver that we have is definitely Denzel Mims. Uh, and Perryman is now starting to come along with using his speed and actually getting accustomed to the offense and how they're playing, right? But, you know, it's... I, I want to touch on the Gruden thing just a little bit because isn't that interesting, right? Like, we talk about how the Jets blew a play, but it's really, like, kudos to the Raiders on making that play even possible, all right? You have... The, like, Derek Carr stepped up into the pocket, maneuvered out of, like, getting hit, and then was able to throw a perfect fade pass to, <laughs> to, to Ruggs to get that TD, like... And yet we're just talking, it's just like the Jets suck. They gave up a play. They were, why they blitz and do all those things? And it's, you know, sure, questionable calling, but talk about the amazing play. Those guys are in the playoffs. So it's it's interesting how they how, how ESPN and other media outlets like to skew everything and what you want to talk about and not really give a fair, full, like, I guess, analysis of what the hell just happened. But offensively, yeah, no, no, what, 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 what do you want to say? No, I just want to go back to your mention of the abysmal offensive line. Yeah. Um, because our boy, our boy, our boy, seventy-seven did have a a tough day. Uh, Mackay yeah. Becton. Yeah, he did have a tough day. Uh, two two plays that I was actually going to just talk about. You know, he let that one pass. Well, it was more of a play action. He let uh, the DN get into Donald's face, and then there was another one that led to the fumble, and. Yeah. You know, tough day for Mikai Beckton, but once again, like he's, he's been great Max. most of. The, I, no, I Max was, Crosby oh, and 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 Clint and Farrell, honestly, like we we kind of poo pooed him, especially me, uh, talking about how he's on the COVID list and Jungle's like, yeah, yeah, no problem, he's gonna play. I thought he was kind of like gonna be a decoy. He he, he caused two fumbles. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't a decoy. He, he was a beast out there, a yeah, Clemson boy. Sure. But the thing with like Beckton too, like this is he's still a rookie. Like we're enamored with him. Like, he's very impressive. Like, everyone has, like, a bad day in the office. You know, you can't be perfect all the time. But, look, it was bound to happen one day. And, you know, doesn't take anything away from Beckton. He's still a great player. But it was a tough day. I'm sure, you know, if we don't have, especially the one that cost the fumble, game might have been different because they're actually kind of moving the ball. But there's the guys I really want to get to, even though Beckton had a, had a tough day, and, and I'm sure that he'll bounce back. He, it's just a rough season for him. He had, too, a, good, he had a lot of good plays, though. He had a lot of good he had plays. A lot, he, no, he, absolutely. Like, he had a lot of good plays. It was just those two plays. And, you know, like, those yeah. two plays, like, you can't forget because in football, it's 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 margins. Momentum by the margins. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if anything is, like, if you get a – if you allow a sack that leads to a fumble, like, everyone remembers that, and that's the play that changes the game, right? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like, he had a he had a really good day as usual. But the guys I really want to talk about, after Frank Gore went out, man, our running game decided to show up. Granted, the Raiders' defense is their bottom, like, close to the bottom of the barrel. But that's what you want to see, though, out of, like, young guys is take advantage of a bad team, show that they can do. We had Ty Johnson and um, who was it? Uh, Adams. What's Adams? Yeah, I know it's Adams. What's his first name? Josh, um, is it Josh Adams? Josh- I think it is Josh Adams. Yeah, he was off our practice yeah, squad. Yeah. I, yep. I remember mentioning him a couple episodes. Like, yeah, we brought up Josh Josh Adams from our practice squad. We always like we signed Ty Johnson off waivers. We're like, what are you doing, Joe Douglas? And again, we're like, when we signed Pat Elfine, like, I'll get, we have to talk about the offensive line a little bit. Like, we were like, oh, what are you doing? He didn't have such a great first game. He played phenomenal last game uh, when mm-hmm. we went back and watched it. And 
our offensive line did pretty good. Besides, like once once our right guard Van Roten went down, we had to put we had to put Andrews in. And like I I like again, I'm not I'm not a football player. I've never played NFL football. When I watch tape of like Andrews like a guard, it's tough. It's it's like legitimately tough to watch. And I I don't know. I really have no it's, words. This is that. This is where like. Like, Gase is like, yeah, like, this is where it's like, yeah, I fire Greg Williams, but it's like, okay, you're also the dude that's, like, in a in a, in a beef with, like, your your freaking starting guard. Like, calm yeah. down over here. Like, oh, calm yeah, down like, Alex here, Lewis. Bro. Yeah, Alex Lewis is is is, not, is still not there, but, like, at least at least Pat Elfin, like, stepped in at left guard and did okay. Um, so sure. I was happy about that, and, and, and 77 did really well in the run game. Like, he opened it up for Ty. No, he did. And he honestly, did. Ty Johnson could stay, dude. You could stay. You could hang for a little bit. Like we always have those players that show up for the last four or five weeks of our losing seasons, which is almost every year. Um, yep. and, and I think this year right it's going to be Ty it's, Johnson. It's, it's yeah. right on cue. It's right <laughs> on cue. Yo, honestly, Josh Adams can stay too. Like to be honest, like he had a good day. He had seventy-four yards. Uh, you're the twenty-five. Uh, you're the twenty-five one. Yeah, right. he did. Uh, he had that twenty-five one. Um, but. You know, he like eight attempts for seventy four yards is like nothing to scoff at, man. Like that's, yeah. that's impressive. Like good. Like if you're using those two guys and you're getting that many, that type of yardage, that's awesome. And it's interesting after Frank Gore goes down that our run game starts to like <laughs> really pop. But I like what Ty Johnson did. He really showed like given the opportunity, he was patient. He was finding mm-hmm. the hole, attacking the hole. Mm-hmm. He was you know he was pushing guys over, making sure like even after contact, like he. He was averaging three and a half yards before contact, and then a yard, a close to a yard and a half afterwards, which is pretty impressive, honestly, for like a rookie like coming in, yep. like getting accustomed to the NFL. So, I like what I saw from him. You know, 104 yards off of 22 attempts, like gotcha. that's that, like that's 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 bell cow work giving him 22 attempts to run. So, I love what I saw out of Ty Johnson. So for him, he's definitely on the list of like being a for like what impressed me that day. Obviously, Becton can always be up there. He had two plays though, so I'd give him like the number two. And then offensively, you know, I, I just I, I guess I just it's going to be a cop out, but I really w- liked what I saw from the receiving core as a whole. Like they played really well um, between Crowder getting two touchdowns, Barrios just being gritty and getting like extra yards, like being a little being a little shifty in the backfield. Denzel Mims, I know he only caught two passes, but he got 40 yards, 40 yards off of two passes. So that's really impressive, man. Like we, the, the receiving on this team is, it's, it's not as bad as it was at the beginning of the year. And we're starting to see that come together. I just wish, you know, it's a weird season with COVID and everything and no preseason. No one could really get into rhythm and whatnot. But I really wish we had all these guys healthy at the beginning of the season because I would have liked to know what this team fully healthy could have done, you know? Yeah, well, honestly, at this point, being healthy is part of it. Like, we, you, just like you can't rely on Perryman to be, like, an actual receiver because, number one, he drops passes, and number two, he's injured all the time. So, like, that's, yep. just, part, that's just, like, part of his resume. You know, like, it's just part of his resume at the end of the day. So, yeah. if you want him to – if you want him – if we do want to resign him, like, he just – has to be like that third, third or fourth guy. Like we just have to know that's what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And he's just going to hang out. He might be there. And we might, like, let's, like, cap it at 10 games, put some incentives in there. You know what I mean? And call it a day. Yeah. And, and and once you once you're realistic about it, and once you do have that Mims, and we do draft a wide receiver, and we have Crowder hanging out there, Berrios is chilling. It, it it becomes it becomes like really attractive. Like then you have Ty Johnson, Pirine, and like Ty Johnson like is proving he's like an actual number one running back. Pirine's more of like a change of pace. Yeah, or like a like a like a you know Leon Washington. You know, for us Jets fans, you know, to kind of get in your head, Blah Powell. Exactly, he really, he really is like a an image of Powell. But like, he's not going to be that like jam it like 20, 20 to twenty five carries a game and like kill it. So you know, yeah, it, we're we're start we're starting to get like a nice little nice little mix. Like Josh Adams, like if he's good and we keep him around, like at, at the back end of our rotation, like going down, like at any point we could throw Josh Adams in there. That's fantastic for us. You know what I mean? We're probably you know, so we're, we're still paying Le'Veon Bell. So to have these guys, for real, like you, you have to be real about it. Like to have yeah, no, to have no, no, the, you're right to have these guys like make up for that. To have the cornerbacks, the rookies, and I'm sure we're gonna draft another one. Make up for the Tremaine Johnson contract that's still in the books. Like oh, that's man. what it's all about. You know what I mean? Like we have we have to make up for that. You know and that's why we can't sign Sam Darnold to an extension, and it'll be advantageous for us to. Get that Lawrence and first pick, which I, I I really want I really want to talk to you about this, uh, and we'll move on from the offense. But just since we're on Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. it's really interesting to think about. He is literally playing for about thirty five million to fifty million dollars. He want think about it. He wants to be on the Jets, man. He doesn't care about the, the what the media is saying right now. He doesn't care about that warm weather crap. He doesn't care about the whole like California. If he if he wins one game, and the Jacksonville Jaguars don't win any more games the next four weeks, we now have the second pick at, at you know at the best. And in that case, guess what? <laughs> Sam Donald's getting an extension, and yeah. he's gonna stay on this team, and it's gonna be a, a cap friendly for us, and he's gonna be great, and we're gonna move on. So and he, he knows it, so like don't get it too twisted about like what's really happening in the locker room, and it it's really interesting to think about it from Sam Darnold's mindset. Like, dude, just one game, one game, I make fifty million, like no problem, because he could end up like Jameis Winston, he could end up like Mariota, like just like stuck behind somewhere where like nobody believes in him. Like, look at Josh Rosen, you know, that's a guy from his draft class. Like, he, you can just get stuck behind a bad situation and you can get screwed. And and so, <laughs> whoever thinks that the Jets aren't quote unquote trying, is just not paying attention to like what's really happening. But I don't think it's coming anytime soon. It's not going to come anytime soon, especially with the way that we got this uh, season ending out. Man, next week we got the Seattle Seahawks. We're going to talk about that later. But let's uh, let's finish up with our recap of this game with the defense. So defensively. We know what the issue is. We talked about it at the beginning. We cannot cover the tight end. Darren Waller just had a freaking day. I wish I had him in fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> because that is just like, dude, like it was just comical that we gave a tight end 200 yards. Like that's not real. That 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 is that that that's just not real numbers for a tight end. And we should never. No one should ever allow a tight end to get 200 yards. Like Travis Kelsey, 
Like, I know Darren Waller is a phenomenal tight end. I get that. But the Oakland Raiders are not that team where they should be walking in and giving you, like, you, you allow the tight end to come have 200 yards against you. That's just not real. That should never happen. You know, this is not the, this is not the Kansas City Chiefs that's just an offensive juggernaut. We just allowed, you know, and I'm not saying it's like Darren Waller is like any, uh, any, uh, you know, any regular run-of-the-mill tight end. It's just you just don't allow it to Derek Carr to give him 200 yards. That was just ridiculous, man. That, that was like probably the biggest issue I have like with this game. Otherwise, other than that, like the receivers really didn't like do that much damage. Like, yeah, Ruggs had 84 yards, but it was off that big catch at the end. You know, Hunter Renfro didn't really do much, and Nelson Aguilar didn't really do much. Uh, for the most part, our secondary was doing a decent job, and but really our D-line was just getting in Carr's face and causing some havoc. Um, but it was just Darren Waller that just decided to go off that, go off on Sunday. Yeah, and again, we're not we're not shocked, man. Like me and you know this. <laughs> like we talk about this week after week after week. We cannot guard the tight end, and I it's just like been the story for so long. I can remember like drafting Kerry Rhodes and being like, he's gonna be our tight end killer, and then it was gonna be it was like Eric Smith, and then it was like Jamal Adams, and like you know, it's just like, can we stop? Like, can we just get a linebacker who can guard a tight end? And I have I have some breaking news. It's not C.J. Mosley. C.J. Mosley is not a coverage tight end, and neither is Peanut, who's you know who another linebacker that we signed off and is going to come off the IR next year. Neither is Lange. Neither is Hewitt if he stays. N- none of these guys. Like, so we we need a coverage linebacker, and these woes are going to continue on and on and on until we get it. But speaking of the defense, notice how your boy Henry Anderson has literally done absolutely nothing. That one punt block after we talk smack. You're not, you're not, you're not doing this to me. You're not putting that. That is not my guy. That is, I just brought him up. He's not my guy. I'm just bringing him up because he did one thing last weekend. It's like, yo, I heard, I heard John Malika say something about me on that pod. I was, I listened to the Knicks Jets etc. podcast. I gotta shut this man up. Thank, Unreal, thank you, dude. He hasn't done listening. anything since. Hasn't <laughs> <laughs> done anything since, dude. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But yo, speaking of tight ends, yo, where is Chris Herndon? Is he even alive? Who? Exactly. Yo, it's crazy. Like, is he even like on this planet? I don't even Who? see him anymore. <laughs> Who? A guy get the Who? Jeez, <laughs> uh, dude. Yo, we our our next God. head coach. Our next head coach better love tight ends. He better know. He better think about them on offense and think about them on defense. This is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Next head coach better love tight. Yo, yo, whoever the quarterback, it could be Trevor Ward. We don't care. We're getting it. What do you think about tight ends? What do you think? Look, man, we're getting to Griffin. We're getting to. Henderson, those are the only two guys. But yo, coach, we got we got Mims, we got Crowder. No, 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 no. We're getting it straight to the tight ends, bro. Straight to yo, the name ends. me name me one team right now at the top of the NFL that doesn't have a great tight end. That's a good question. Not one. And they could all and every team has to be able to guard the tight end. 
We are just like, nah, nah, nah. We're good to go. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna put Yo, two man. men over here. We're gonna blitz it. Like we're gonna put them in cover. <laughs> we're good to go. Like we're not gonna. Like it's unreal. Notice that we also don't have a tight end either, right? So we don't even have a tight end, and then we can't cover the tight end. It's 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 it's, it's, uh, it's it's miraculous, man. It's this is where offense and defense are going. Just forgetting about the it's ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but I mean th- that's really all I have on the defense. Q will my man, well done. Like yep. uh, Fatu Cassie, I'm hyped. Like yep. Shepard, like I'm I I really like our D line. I really like our our CBs. Our safeties are fine. Mm-hmm. Linebackers, like the one, our inside linebackers are okay, but we need we need Mosley back. Someone Yo, who's actually going to call the defense. He's a beast, Mar- dude. Marcus May my, doing my, his my, thing, man. Money May, dude. March 9th. March 9th, my birthday. We should. That's my dude. He he, yo, he is. There's a reason why he's the captain of the defense. <laughs> he is good. Yeah, he, yeah, because his words can get the can get the head coach fired, as opposed to let's get into it. The Seahawks game, uh, which we have next week, where the uh, another safety who was drafted just a couple, honestly, just a couple spots ahead of May. At the end of the day, like right, just like mm-hmm. you know, like t- maybe like twenty spots ahead of May, um, and when he was talking smack, th- he's gone. Um, just it's all about the way you go about it and how you present yourself, and we're gonna see him this week. And coming off a bad loss, um, versus the Giants, and it's not just Jamal Adams. We're also gonna be seeing uh, Brandon Shell, uh, mm-hmm. right tackle who we had drafted. He's gonna be back, and we also have Snacks Harrison on the Seahawks. So a lot, of, a lot of familiar uh, faces that um, Jets fans have have feelings towards you know what i mean we have a lot of feelings yeah. towards like all three of those guys uh which is interesting um how no, do you how, really how, do. just just the just the outlook of this game alex how, how are you feeling uh going into seattle this week you i think it's all said in that one where we're <laughs> going into seattle uh after our after our tough loss to the giants man like these guys are trying to lock up the division this is a that's a tight it's a tight race between them the Rams, the Cardinals, you know, everyone's trying to get everyone's trying to get into the playoffs in that in the NFC West. So I don't see this being a uh, this is not going to be an easy matchup for for the Jets. It's you know if this is the one if this is the one win we get and it's against Jamal Adams, like that will be uh, that. I don't even know how I'd feel. I honestly don't know how I'd feel if that happens. I don't see it happening though. We just fired our D coordinator, so you're just we're just throwing it all in there. Mims might not be playing. We have no idea what's happening this 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 upcoming weekend. It's not looking good for the Jets, but I also think the Seahawks are going to come in with uh, a chip on their shoulder of just of just like pain after that loss and just try to give the Jets a beating. Yeah. W- 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 Early reports, um, because we record on Wednesday, um, there are a lot of injury reports on the defense. Um, some weird stuff with practice. Also, Denzel Mims has a family situation, so um, our prayers go out to Mims. We hope everything is good For with sure. him. Yeah. Um, so I don't. We don't. We don't know if he's gonna play. So it does look kind of tough. But let me tell you something, dude. Like when you talk about the Seahawks having injuries on the offense, like a Mims, that's not an issue. Like the Seahawks literally give up the most yards to 
wide receivers to the quarterbacks. Like, their defense absolutely stinks. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's going to be the problem. I, I honestly think that Metcalf and Wiz and, um, what's his name, DJ Disley? It's, 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 uh, it's, it's, I'm blanking right now because I know Greg Olson's out. Um, Will Disley, um, he's a beast. Oh, the tight mm-hmm. end, lock it. I think they're actually going to run circles around us um, in, the, in, the, in the secondary, which is our quote-unquote bright spot, which is kind of scary. So there's two things that are going to be true about this game. Both defenses give up a lot of yards and points. I'm taking the over. I yeah, I mean, I I would hope so, and maybe you know, if Donald can play like what he did this week and reduce the turnovers, we're we're talking about like a decently high, a decently high scoring game. But I don't know, man. It's it's a tough outlook for these Jets, man. It's tough. To, no, that's it's a good. No, I mean, like, and, again, it's tough to. It's I'm gonna talk, let's talk about Allen on for a second because Allen on our boy. He's a big Jets fan as well, and he talks about yep. how it's like tough watching these games because like 80, 89.5% of my body is ecstatic that we're losing the game, but the other like, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, yeah, I know where you're weird, going. weird left, you know, you know, it like 10 and, and half, around. <laughs> 10.5% of my body is like, yes, like I need to, you know, like win. And like, I know it's dumb, but I don't want to like put it away, but like there is like a weird... You know, ne- navigation that we're running because we do love these players and we love this organization, um, and so we want them to be rewarded for their success, mm-hmm. and we want them to play well. Um, and it is tough, but I really, really do not see the Jets going to the West Coast this week, regardless of their uh, whether there are fans or not, um, and beat a a win hungry Seattle Seahawks team. Yeah, no, it's it's not gonna happen. There's not really much of a breakdown like to preview to like look at for this team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, and and, and one win, it. one win can ruin everything, man. Yeah, it can ruin everything. And look, the remaining games they just don't look likely for the Jets to win. We're on the road, with. three out of the four. <laughs> like you're the only one me, we're like, home for is the Browns, who are gonna be likely. Pl- it depends. Like maybe playing for a playoff spot. I doubt it. Um, I think they might have actually clinched, but maybe playing for a, a, a bye week if something crazy happens. Like, Dude, who knows? they keep winning. They keep. Yeah. Win- for- We're going to talk about this later. <laughs> My sleeper team is just <laughs> blowing up, and I don't know what's <laughs> happening. How is it that it's 2020 and the Browns are winning? This is. Uncharted territories, man. Uncharted territories we're in. I don't know if I can put my feet in the <laughs> but yeah, like if we look at the remain, like we got Seahawks, Rams, we got like we're probably gonna stay out there, like you said at the beginning of the season because it's Seahawks and we're going to L.A. I don't know if we are allowed to do that anymore because oh, uh, the, true, the true, Vegas true. Vegas tried to do that, but I don't know. I don't know if it was because of their outbreak or whatnot. True, um, they weren't be- allowed to do that. Even still, man, like. To go to play on that's tough. We gotta come back and then go back again. I know that would no be crazy. Way, no way. There's no way. And then you get the Patriots to end this season. Those are three. L's I'm still right nervous there. about them. I I, I kind of we kind of need the Patriots to need that game. I, I low know. key want it. Like 
people too I many know. people have now talked about the conspiracy of of well, Bill. you brought it up too. You brought it up too, man, because you brought up with the Vilma stuff too. Like he was like he was happy that he left. And if that's the case, I could totally see I Bill Belichick I, like. I, I, I was gonna say no. people, people keep bringing it up. Alex keep bringing up the whole like conspiracy. Like Bill Simmons brought it up on a podcast recently um, about the conspiracy of Bill Belichick losing on purpose so the Jets win the last game of the season, get a game, and lose out on Lawrence. And I was like poo pooing that, like okay, yeah, whatever, like that's crazy, whatever. We I hate Belichick, he hate, but does, but the Vilma stuff, <laughs> the Vilma stuff where Bill Belichick went up to him and like the way he congratulated him on being a good player after all these years was when he was on the Saints, he was like, I'm glad I don't have you're not on the Jets anymore, which is like one, you're so good, I don't want to play you, but like I just don't want any good players on the Jets. Like he literally has. This is why, man. This is why. This is why he he has a hate towards the green and white. They're like, ah, not good. You can't give him that chance. You can't give him that chance, man. Because he he needs to be in it. it. The Patriots need to be in it. Please, (laughs) please. Weirdly enough, weirdly enough, we need the Patriots to need that game. Weirdly enough, this is where you're getting Jets fans to hope that the Patriots are in it. And just say, Bill Belichick, just please go for it. Just, just Yo, get like, in yeah, like in the hunt, in the hunt, or like bubble. You know, yeah. like right there, like you need the game. Not that it's meaningless. It can't be a meaningless game. Yeah, man. This is, uh, we're getting to, we're getting to really, really desperate times that we're asking for the Patriots to be in playoff contention and winning. Well, uh, hey, man, like speaking of desperate, I'm, I'm sitting here at the end of the witching hour, 1 p.m., like, <laughs> like the number one Jacksonville Jaguars fan on the earth for the last, like, <laughs> It's happened like four or five times now where they lose by two and lose by three. They, that team drives me nuts, man. And I'm like, Dude, I'm, this is what I'm saying. Like, that team is just so hard to get a read on, man. It's so hard. Just put, you know what they need to do? They need to throw Minshew back out there and just you let Minshew him win. Mania. You miss Minshew Mania. He's apparently he's been dying to get out there because if if you don't know, he he's not, he was a late round pick, like sixth or seventh round. He yeah. doesn't have a contract, really. He he, he needs to play yeah, for no, a position. He need, He's he going to get stuck in limbo. Yeah, no, for sure. And I want him out there because he is a gamer. And he it's can win. Stupid, I know. Exactly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> just put him back Come out Come on, there. Glennon, Glennon needs a win, dude. Like, it would actually, to me, be kind of surprising. I know the Jags have a tough schedule. But, like... They keep, they're like insisting on Mike Glennon going out there week after week after week. Like they are desperate for that win with him. Like maybe he gets it. Maybe like something crazy happens. I'm just, I don't know. I'm rooting for it so hard. I'm like delusional in that, like being a Jags fan because like I'm not looking into their team. I know they stink. I'm just like, but when, when they're on, I'm like the number one Jacksonville Jaguars fan. Like, like number one Mike Glennon fan. And he's hard to watch. But I, I really, I don't see a W coming there, man. So I'm scared. I'm scared. The Jets can't win. I'm sorry, dude. Whoever I, that upsets, I, I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry, they just can't I, wait. Like my God, dude. We we cannot be is, stuck with Ohio State quarterback. If someone, oh my, I'll I'll. If someone even talks to me <laughs> about the Jets having the number two pick, I will go nuts. <laughs> it's so hard, dude. Glennon only has six wins and eighteen losses. It's. The wall probably not bad, dude. That's not there. bad. Just a third. He, he'd be in the Hall of Fame if he was in the MLB. <laughs> um, 
But no, man, this is this is the stuff that I, it's so hard to get a read on the Jags. And I thought we we're gonna get be so lucky where the Jets get a win, and then the Vike and then the Jags get a win. I was like, almost I'll, happened, dude. It, it almost, almost happened. happened. It would have been perfect. Oh my goodness! If the if the Jets closed out that game and the Jags closed out that game, and it was it was virtually the same time. Yeah. Both. Man, that would have been the cherry on top of that Sunday. Oof. <laughs> Oh, amazing! Oh my God! So you got? Well, do, do, do you have? Do you have? The, do you have the Jets covering this game? I can't. It's, even, um, I can't, it's two touchdowns. I can't even get into. That. I can't even. I look, man. Every time we talk about can they cover, it's like can they? Can they not? Did they cover last game? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, I don't know Plus what the. Eight. Uh, okay. Uh, um, it's it, it's over under forty seven. I'm definitely taking that over. Um. Because both defenses can't guard anybody. And then we have uh, minus 13 and a half. <sighs> Seahawks. I have I, two touchdowns. I think I'm taking the Seahawks. Yeah, I think I like the Seahawks. Yeah, I would no take joke. the Seahawks too. Yeah. I think I like the Seahawks. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I couldn't do it. Yeah, Seahawks in the over. That sounds good yeah. to me. Yep. All right. All right. So That wraps it up, that wraps it up for uh, the Jets portion. For me, do you have anything else to add, Alex? No, that I, I, that's it for me on the Jets portion. I think we, uh, I think we beat that dead horse enough. So let's move on to our favorite portion, the et cetera. So let's get into before we get to the marquee games of this week. Let's talk about our sweepers, John. So we'll start with yours, and then we'll start with mine because you chose the Colts, the Steelers, and the Bears. And <laughs> you know, you got just saying, man. You were you've been you were dead on. For choosing these teams, I, I gotta give it to you. Like, Not the Bears. Come on, the Bears are the but, the Bears are like the Bears are literally the Sanchez Jets on the on the come down. Yeah, they're on the come down though. But it's like you did a good job of like picking them, man. It's just you they, you just need them to go eight and eight, which is still in the realm of possibility. <laughs> I tried to sell. I tried to sell Chicago. I've been trying to sell Chicago stock for for weeks, bro. For weeks, I, I've been telling you. <laughs> They're five and seven. They're so they're so in the range to getting to eight and eight, which I told you is just the threshold you need to make to get to the super team. They're right there, yeah. right there. Um, but now, man, you chose the Colts, eight and four. Steelers is your best one, eleven and one. My goodness gracious, they're kind of they're kind of they're kind of fraudulent, man. I'm I'm gonna Steelers? come out and say it. Yeah, dude. The, the, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. The Steelers are um, lowercase f fraudulent. In that, my that, that in my in my notebook, um, their linebackers are dropping like flies. Um, their running backs aren't. Their running game isn't great when Connor isn't in there, and when he is in there, it's sort of fifty fifty if he's gonna have a great game or a slightly below average game. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Ben is on and off with his like injury stuff. Like who knows? I love Mike Tomlin to death. So, like, they're always going to have scrappy games and they're always going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Steelers are ever underdogs, like, that, they're going to win the game. Like, that, that, yeah. That's really how I feel. But if they're going to continue to be these uh, favorites and go in, like, I, I just – I do not see this team beating the Chiefs at all. I see them even losing before the Chiefs in the playoffs if, if it happens. Like, it's possible. They are – they're nice, but they have a lot of mouths to feed. They, they make a lot of mistakes. They drop a lot of passes. 
And that's how you lose football games. Okay, it doesn't matter how good you are. Like if you drop a pass, like you're gonna you're gonna lose football games. You know? Yeah. No, I totally hear you. I guess like you called it like this this past weekend though. Like the Steelers played down to their competition. They played down to the Washington football team, right? So you know we could talk scrappy, about dude. The the football team is very scrappy. It I still can't get over. I got to call this team the football team. The football team's very scrappy, man. But uh, very scrappy defensively. They're scrappy, man. They're, they they the defense keeps them in the games. Um, but yeah, you were right. Like Steelers play down to their competition. They saw the football team. They're like, ah, oh, we got this easy, and they lose. Uh, I agree one hundred percent. The Steelers have to go in as underdogs. They can't go in as like favorites because then they once again start playing down to their competition. They don't. They're not world beaters um, that they should be. Like they, these guys actually can be world beaters, but they always love to play down. And that's the that's the thing. But that's the thing. Like when you look at Big Ben too, this is the biggest question mark with Big Ben because it's Big Ben who's just like becomes turnover prone. He starts making these like these questionable decisions. You're like, what are you doing, man? Like just be you. Be that elite quarterback that you can be, man. You're you won two Super Bowls. Where you could throw like. Freaking 40 to 50 touchdowns, man, if you really, like, tried. And it, he just comes out here and just starts, you know, throwing, like, Brett Favre, where it's, like, chucking it. And it's just, like, why did you make that pass, man, to the DB? No no sense whatsoever. But All right, so let, let's, let's stay there. Let's stay there for a second. So mm-hmm. let's just – let's go with next week. We got Pittsburgh at Buffalo yeah. uh, for, the, for the Sunday night game. Yeah. We got – Pittsburgh underdogs by 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 a field oh, goal. Oh, so then they're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, that's what, what are we saying, Alex? What do you, you think is gonna happen? They're, if they're the underdogs, they're gonna be playing up. Then <laughs> we're gonna see Big Ben. Uh, we gotta put our money where our mouth is, man. We got, we, we're, be, we're being called out on our theory right away. Yeah, I mean, look. Here's the thing: like the Bills are actually uh, they're a better team than the football team, and. I think it's still going to be played a sloppy game, but since they're underdogs, they're going to come out and win. I don't think they're going to allow back-to-back losses. I think they want to sure up the the division. So it's getting down to that close stretch. So this is the, this is their chance to do it. So I'm going to stick behind okay. that theory. I'm going to stick behind okay. it. I'm not going to waver from it. <laughs> okay, and and uh, let's just uh, go jump back to the first team real quick. Just while we're here with Chicago. Um, they're 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 home versus uh, Houston this week. What do you like there? Ooh, give me Chicago. Okay, all right. You got Chicago, Chicago at home. Finally winning one Soldier Field. Yes. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Man, you think that you think that you think the you think that Chicago uh, D could contain and the Chicago D looked kind of fraudulent last week. They looked like they were saying one two three Cancun all all week. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Um, I think they're going to come back out, man, because that the the race is still tight for them, man. That you got you got the Vikings who are six and six. It's not like they're so far out of it. The Vik it's Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins can easily just you know throw away a game. I, I don't see Chicago taking uh, the Texans too lightly. Maybe what they should do is use your theory and put uh, Trubinsky in for the first half, and then Nick Foles to close <laughs> it out. Because tell you that's the only just, way it'll work. It'll work. It's, uh, it's <laughs> it really ugly. depends. It really depends on Aki Mix, um, which I know might sound funny, but if Aki Mix is in, the defense is elite, and when he's not in, he's defensive tackle for the Bears. They just mm-hmm. don't. So I would just keep it on there. 
But the thing is, like with the Texans too, the Texans don't look like the legit team that they are when Watson's on. I mean, you don't have four at this point. You got last week was a crazy game. Last week was a crazy crazy South game uh, with Indy, which I know you want to get into right now. Yeah, so like for Indy, you know, it's that defense, man. Indy's defense is the one that's like really holding that team together. Granted, I know Philip Rivers like had a game getting it to T. Y. Hilton, and you had some big plays over there, but man, that that division. Ty's back, is, baby. Ty's back. Thank God. I love his. I, I love his. I love his. Uh, I love his touchdown dance. It's like one of my favorite celebrations. Does it Ty? Yeah, the T.Y., yeah, 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 no, it's legit, it's legit. Thankful, f- finally, Rivers is able to find the guy after, like, yeah, just in time. 12 weeks. <laughs> this is a good time yeah. for him, too, yeah. Yeah. So, now this is, like, the chance where we're starting to see the offense come together. So it, they relied heavily on their defense at the beginning of the season. Now the offense is starting to click. Um, can I give you a hot take that, on the Indy Colts? I'm sorry? I like Burs- Can I give you a hot take? Let's hear it. I like Jacoby Bursett. Playing quarterback, yeah, I know. I I think I I think he's gonna come in and and do damage for the Colts. Interesting. I like I like Brissett too. I'd like to see him like succeed. He's, um, he's actually a big part a, a a big pill Bill Parcells guy, the big tuna. Hmm. Yeah. Do, where, where's that from? Where do you get that from? They have like a connection. Like they they um he like mentors him um hmm. ever since he got into the league. Interesting. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Jacoby. I, I think he's good. That's why, you know, he also went to the Patriots, you know, went to the Colts. Like, they all have, these are the decent organizations. They know how to play quarterback. He played okay last year. Now he has weapons and an offensive line who were mm-hmm. kind of struggling. Um, they're coming back together. Their defense is different when Darius Leonard and uh, Buckner are, are there. Um, mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm excited about the Colts. Do you, do you, think, they're, do you think they're a legit team? I think they're starting to look like a legit team. This offense can keep the the stand that it is. It's still up. It's up for grabs now. You got the Titans and the Colts that are both eight and four. So it's either teams. Uh, <clears throat> it's either teams like division for the taking at this point. Uh, the Titans have Indeed. just kind of. Titans have just kind of like fell off a little bit. I don't know what's going on with them. Well, okay, let's talk about it. So we have Indy at Vegas. We have yep. Indy as a field goal favorite. What do you think? Give me Indy. Yeah, for sure. And especially like Arnett, their cornerback, again, went down on the first play with another concussion. Very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, the Raiders are a little banged up, dude. And they, 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 they grinded one out last week. Like a real emotional win last week. They, fi- yeah, they, got, like, they, yeah, they got a coach fired. Yeah. Like I, 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 Indy had a really, really bad loss against Houston. They fumbled uh, at the line. That, that's going to be interesting. I'm with, I'm with you there on Indy. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's the Raiders, three. man. Like Raiders yeah. are not any world beater. So if yeah. the Raiders so, had to grind, if the Raiders had to grind one out against us, the Colts are <laughs> are, are going to be fine. Okay, but yeah, but I don't I know. Don't, they were, they mean they beat the Chiefs and they were close against the Chiefs. So the that the transit so property doesn't really work there. I can't. Yeah. No, I know, but they're just so inconsistent, man. I can't. Things teams that are so inconsistent that will show up against the top teams and then play down to competition. I they do make not you trust. Sick. Yeah, I, no, I, I can't yeah, throw, yeah. just throw it out the window, man. I'm not, I'm not doing that. But yeah. we now talked about your sweepers. You. Let's get to my sweepers, and then we can we can wrap this thing up. Um, I chose the Cardinals, the Browns, and the Broncos. The Broncos are a wash. Drew Locke, young Jeezy man, ain't doing it right now. Uh, that team is just 
I'll say this though, Jerry Judy, man. Yeah, I told you, I, dude. Dude, he is nasty, nasty, nasty. I wish we had him. So I, we, I, so we, sc- we scouted, we scouted all these wide receivers, dude. We like that's what's so cool about. <laughs> I mean, I'll say that's what's so cool about being such a bad team, right? We could relate with the Knicks. We could relate with the Jets. Where we were like scouting these draft classes, and we know all these guys, and now we're so excited to watch them, and like here we are with all these wide receivers, like we were so excited for them, and guess what? They're all good. They were all, dude. The way Jerry Judy runs, his route <laughs> yeah. running ability, man, it's insane. Like yeah. absolutely insane. I've never seen anything like. Sure, CD Lamb is nice down in Dallas, but Jerry Judy's route running is just like on a whole other level, dude. The way he can just cut and just get open. With it is, it is beautiful to watch. But unfortunately, Drew Locke's not getting him to the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's um, and, and he's at he's at Carolina this week. We got Denver at Carolina. Uh, Carolina is minus three and a half, so they got to win by more than a field goal. Um, mm-hmm. Denver's an underdog. Yeah, and you know what? That Christian McCaffrey be like, may be back. Yeah, uh, that should be a good game. I mean, they're both the same in my eyes. They're not so different. Um, I kind of like Denver. Yeah, Give me the I like three Denver in the hook. Too. I like Denver too, but yeah. I don't know. I, I would I would go with. Uh, We're kind of on the I same page this week. I don't know if that's good or bad so far. I, I, we'll, I don't. We'll I, see. I, I don't. We'll know reconvene. <laughs> we'll reconvene. Uh, but this is this is different. Go ahead. This is very this is very <laughs> different. I don't know yeah. something something. I have something about the like because you like teams like this that are like four and eight. They can't keep losing. This is where I'm saying like. Inconsistent teams, they can't keep losing. They're going to get something eventually, and I think this is this is a perfect matchup for them to get something. Other team, because I'm going to save the Browns for last. Uh, my God, Cardinals, man, what what's going on here? Capital they start, F fraud. Start start off hot. Now it's just kind of like, what is going on? Uh, like D Hop is playing. Capital like, F. Eh. Kyler Murray. Eh. Chase Edmond. Eh. Like what's happening? Uh, Drake, I, dude, it Captain is Kirk, not. Captain Kirk. It's this team, Cliff man, Kingsbury, Cliff previous Jets quarterback. Is he a fraud? Yeah, everyone, everyone pooping on the Jets uh, for not for not getting him. And this is like this is like the recurring theme. Every time someone does good for a week and a half, everyone goes nuts about how the Jets are insane. And then once he does bad for the next nine weeks, nobody says a word. Right, Jamal Adams, we got Cliff <laughs> Kingsbury, Mike McCarthy, all these guys that the Jets should have had. Matt Rule. Robbie, yeah, yeah, Robbie Anderson, Matt Rule. Like, ah, well, Robbie, had, Robbie had a good game recently, okay? Yeah, he's let's, all right. Let's, let's, Le'Veon yeah. Bell. All these guys, they all stink, bro. Everyone stinks. It's, it's, not, it's not always us. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, it's like the Knicks too. Like, oh, they didn't, they didn't take Michael Porter Jr. What's going on here? How did they pass up on Donovan Mitchell? What's happening over here? It's just because it's New York, and it's like those two organizations. I can't believe it, man. Do you, do you know, side topic? Did you know that when Hess was selling the team, I don't know if I brought up on this pod yet. There was two buyers: Woody Johnson, James Dolan, were the two buyers. The two guys <laughs> yeah. who put in yeah, bids yeah, for the yeah. Jets. Yikes! What? My God! Actually, you know what? Yeah. I take that back. I don't say yikes because I look at the Rangers, and that's J- James Dolan. That's what I'm Dolan. saying. Like it, it's like, not. We're all right. It's fine. Yeah, Woody Johnson yeah. stinks, but he's not even the owner anymore. It's Chris Johnson. We got to forget yeah. about Woody. He can't take. He can't just take it back. I think there's there's like rules against that. But 
That's that's what like, 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 like Chris would give it back. Would he be like, look, man? That's no, I just don't think like the <laughs> owner. You can't just like keep switching ownership. Like there's like there's rules. Like there's pat. Like you have to go through mm. the board of directors and stuff with the NFL. Interesting. But yeah, they but still the Cardinals. Get the money, man, it's not. It's not. Yeah. It's all in the family. Yeah. But the Cardinals, dude. The Cardinal. The, the capital F fraud Cardinals with the fraud coach, um, Kyler Murray, who has been, has been getting some tip balls, and honestly, he's been getting kind of figured out. Um, Hop is, is is nasty, but the defense is eh. The offensive line is meh. Like I don't really, I don't really love this team. I never really, you, I never got on board. Well, you you liked them at the beginning of the season. Let's let's be real. I really, I really just never liked the Cardinals, man. Like I just, I, I can't. I the Cardinals and and very secondary to that. I'm gonna put the Rams. I, I want just you, can't. Bryce, you're listening to this. I want you to go back to episode one. Pull out that Cardinals. Oh, I'll pull tape. it up. I'll pull it up. I'll pull up Cardinals <laughs> tape. I'm, that, that's fine. I'm I'm definitely not a Cardinals guy. Um, okay. But they're 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 versing the Giants and they're field goal favorites here. All right. I love yeah. the Giants. Yeah, I gotta go with the Giants. This is very weird. This is very Giants just got the momentum at this point. They're they're really DJ might but DJ might be coming back and he's addicted to turnovers. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked that Colt McCoy came out and got that dub for them, but Listen, man, when you play with a disciplined head coach and a disciplined defense, all you have to do is manage the game. When it's opposite and, you have, and you're on a team like the Jets where the defense is putting up points, plus you have undisciplined penalties, you come out and all of a sudden it goes from like, for example, like when it's against Miami and where it was like 3-0, 3-0, and then all of a sudden it's 14-3. Now, now you're just like throwing crazy throws, and you're doing all these like crazy things. You're in weird third down situations. Like, what's cool about Colt McCoy and the situation he was in is he would. They know he's a game manager, and so they put him in a game manager game plan. You know what I mean? They didn't do. They did nothing crazy that but whole that, game. See, it was such a I nice know. game plan. Like, I, I enjoyed I, watching I, the game. I literally enjoyed watching. No, like it's so I, weird. I, I, so I 100% agree with you. Like, they put him in the best position. It's just. It's so fascinating because usually when you have your second string quarterback come in, it's like an instant loss. One of the better like backup QBs is like Matt Moore, like on the Chiefs. Like he held them, he held them down last year when you didn't have Pat Mahomes. Colt McCoy has been known to just be like this wash of a quarterback, but yet he came in and actually was able to execute the game plan that Judge set out for him. And I think that's the more impressive part that he did execute it well. Um, that's all. That's all I'm saying. I agree with you 100, percent and that's why I think the Giants—they just got the momentum, man. They're they're in they're in they're in that phase where it's like no one can stop them at this point, and the Cardinals are not going to be that team to stop them. The six and six team—it's they're right up the same alley, and I, the way the Giants are playing, even if you get Daniel Jones back, because once again I will have to—I told you this—I have to rescind everything I said about Carson Wentz. My God, woo, woo, woo. I yeah, I mean, take, it, I will hold it that kind of makes me scared. It kind of makes me scared about Trey Lance, the other quarterback coming uh, from North Dakota State. But they play mm-hmm. different games. Um, it's just like, but the green and yellow jersey does scare me a little bit. Not that that's for the Jets, but I do think Trey Lance will be a good quarterback in the NFL. Just hopefully not for the green and white. Yeah, well, well, hopefully not for the green and white. Let's let someone else go take that experiment. Um, but yeah, so let's move on to the last team. He'd be nasty in Chicago. Well, that's whatever. Chicago, you know, 
Chicago needs a quarterback. They're even thinking like if we if we had to trade, maybe we we trade Darnold to Chicago. That's another thought process yeah. teams are people are having out there. I'm telling so, you though, don't forget one W. Sam Darnold is a Jet for the next four years. So everybody just like hold it in for now. Like just one game in the next four weeks, Sam Darnold is our quarterback for the next four years. So just keep that in your mind. This is our this is our father talking to everyone now. He's telling he's giving you like it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm just telling I'm just letting you know, dude, because like everyone's like everyone has been talking about how Sam Darnold is a, is is such a guarantee to the Jets. I'm hearing percentages of like seventy five percent that he's gonna come to the Jets. Like with the oh, telling you, it just takes goodness. one win and all this. It's all different. It's a whole new world. Just one win. You know what I'm saying? Like out the percentages. <laughs> That's what everyone's doing, and I'm telling you guys, it's so easy for us to lose it. It's so crazy how easy it is, so just beware. Yeah, so just cool your jets. Oh, no. I had to throw a bad one in there. Um, let's talk about this last team, though. Let's talk about the Cleveland Browns, who just just miraculously keep falling up. They got a winning record, 9-3. and three. My goodness. What a world. We are living in. Yeah, where that's yeah. a, it's a, they are. <laughs> they have more wins than the Ravens. What the hell is going on here? Listen, man, they play playoff football. That's the best way to put it. They play playoff football. They're gritty. They run it. Baker Mayfield d- throws slants to Jarvis Landry, who's a sure hand. And they yep. play solid defense. That's it. Like, they, so- play playoff, they play playoff football at the end of the day. Facts. It's interesting how they lose OBJ, and now the team is just playing much better. And I forget who called it out, but it's really relieved, relieved the pressure, or alleviated the pressure off of uh, Baker May- Mayfield that he doesn't have to try to force feed OBJ. Now he has the opportunity to get the ball to everyone around him. So, and he looks a lot better doing so, man. And he plays a gritty type of game. You know, it's funny because this was the this was the quarterback the Jets were thinking about taking. Back during that draft with Darnold, Rosen, Allen, like that. That's the guy they were kind of hoping for fell to three. They thought Darnold was going to go one overall. And, yo, Baker Mayfield's looking good, man. Like, he's he's a gamer. And that's that was a tag that was that was a tag that he had coming out of college. And that's still true today. He's just a gamer, man. And that team's playing really well. The defense is on, like, another level. Miles Garrett. Woo! Keep that man away from me. Yeah, uh, dude. He's a beast. Geez. He's a beast. Yo, Miles Garrett, he, he changes it. He, he changes the D. And so does Denzel Ward, though, and I know he's been injured oh, a little bit. Oh, yeah. So that, that kind of changes stuff. But um, And Chubb and, like, yeah, like they're, they're, they're doing well. The Baker Mayfield conversation is a little interesting for me. He's been on a little bit of a roller coaster. We'll see. I'm not that convinced on Baker. He's, he's all right. He's all right. But that's what I'm saying. He's not like. He's too Sanchez-like, man. He's Mark Sanchez, dude. But that's what I'm saying. He's special. a gamer. I'm not saying like that's the thing. Like gamer is like that tag where it's like you're not going to get the perfect box score week in and week out, but you're going to get someone who's just going to compete and just fight for the win. Which... Sanchez with the far arm. That's what he is. Hey, you like that? It's, yeah, I like that. It's winning games too. You like so. that? You like that? You like that? <laughs> I can't do that guy. All right, so we got Monday night. You just mentioned that we got Baltimore at Cleveland. Yep. We got Cleveland as the underdog, plus one and a half at home. Mm-hmm. What do you got there? You got the Browns? Interesting. I got the Ravens all day. Against the Browns? Hell yeah. 
I don't know, man. I'm thinking I gotta go Browns. This is where I gotta. This is where I gotta go. Oh, uh, we're separating. This is where we're separating. I the team keeps. Right. It's a Monday I night can, anyway. It's a Monday night, so it's okay. We're still the same on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I I can't. I I think the Browns are just good, man. Like I think it's gonna. I'll say this though. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a gritty game. Both defenses are gonna show up. This is not gonna be a high scoring game, so it'll be fun. I think Cleveland pulls this out by three. This is a this is a this is a, th- uh, a three pointer. Three point game. Cleveland win. Okay, yeah. cool. So for a la- for the last portion, I'm just gonna do some rapid fire at you, um, and we'll see we'll see what you like. Kind of kind of some uh, some hold your nose games. Um, we got uh, Tennessee at Jacksonville. Our Duval Nation Jacksonville Jaguars versus the reeling Titans. The Titans need this game. Uh, the Titans are seven point favorites. Give me the Titans. Titans by seven. All right. Interesting. Um, I don't know where I stand there. I think I might take the – we'll see. We'll see. Henry has to have another game. I, I'm also leaning Titans, but we'll see where the public is. Um, we got Dallas at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is plus three and a half. So they have to – they got the field goal and a hook underdogs. Dallas has to win by four or more. I think we go Dallas in this one. All right, I'm definitely staying away. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't, want, I don't, I don't want to touch this game, but I think. Dallas yeah, 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 yeah. I'm also staying away from Tennessee Jacksonville, but I'm, I'm, uh, if I had to take it, I would, I would probably take the over. Honestly, forty-two and a half. Um, okay. I know that another offensive lineman is out for Cincinnati. Um, Dallas needs a W. Mm-hmm. So they can win the NFC East. So yeah, give me Dallas. I, I would also take the over. Um, we also have Minnesota at Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa coming off a bye. Uh, Minnesota coming off an overtime win versus Jacksonville. Tampa Bay minus six and a half at home. They got to win by a touchdown or more. Give me Tampa Bay. Yeah, same. I got to check the public so I'll make sure it's not a square bet, but. Right now, off the top, I would take Tampa as well. We got Casey at Miami. This is an interesting line. I'm curious. What do you think this line is? was like eight. Close. It opened at seven and a half, but it's it's at seven right now. So Casey is one touchdown favorite against Miami. Hmm. That's interesting. Why? What is this? Is where it's like so weird. Miami's now like good that we got. <laughs> No, I, I I disagree. I think this is the easiest line of the week, so I gotta check. I gotta dump, no, again, I wait, wait on the public. I, I, I don't. I, I, I think this should be thirteen and a half. That's what I think. That's <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I think because like Kansas City will easily get the touchdown and plus like that's not that's not what I'm thinking. It's just that like we're actually putting the Dolphins like in competition with Kansas City. I'm just like I know, <laughs> I know. I don't. I, I think it's it's the narrative right now, and I think Tyreek Hill is sick, not with COVID. So um, he was out on Wednesday, which is when I'm recording. So a little interesting there. Um, we'll see. We got a couple more games left, four more. We got Green Bay at Detroit. Uh, Green Bay Shootout. minus seven and a half. Shootout, Ish. so over over 55? Yep. Okay. You got seven and a half, so Green Bay over a touchdown? Yeah, I got Green Bay over a touchdown. Okay, interesting. Um, and then we got... Actually, Falcons. no, 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 no. I changed that. No, no, no. Change that. No, no, no. It's it's gonna be a close one. It's gonna be a field goal type win for Green Bay. I, it's gonna be a shootout, but it's gonna be a close one. Okay. Yeah, I could see it being close. It depends, honestly, if Galladay plays. If Galladay plays, 
Uh, I'll think about the Lions. If not, got to go Green Bay. I mean, last week, I mean, last week we saw Stafford get three touchdowns and put up like 300-some-odd yards against the Chicago Bears. So that's what I'm thinking. The Packers don't really have that type of defense like the Bears. You're right. You're right. It just, uh, I guess, I guess it depends, right? Because that was the first game off of an interim, and every single team this year, for example, won their first game with an interim coach. There's always a, that that um, revitalization in the locker room mm-hmm. when you fire the coach, and so I think that might have played last week. Um, I don't think that's going to happen again versus Green Bay. So the seven and a half makes me believe personally that it's begging us to take Detroit. That's how I look at it, because it's like a division game. It's going to be close, you know, and so that makes me want to take Green Bay. Um, gotcha. We have the Falcons at the at the Chargers, where it's just, I just want to kind of say Is this. It, possible? it says LAC. It says LAC for the for the Chargers, and I can only think Clippers. Like, LAC's Clippers. It just, it's, not, it's not the Chargers, dude. <laughs> can, can I just say, can I ask you a question? Is it possible that both teams lose this game? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they might. <laughs> so do you like I, the over? Yeah, I gotta go forty-nine. With the over on this one. Yeah, I'll go with the over on this one. So it's minus two and a half. Um, Chargers by field goal. I, I like Chargers by field goal. Yeah, you think? Yeah, think yeah, the yeah. Got this? I, okay. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna throw out the tape versus New England. Um, everyone should have known Anthony Lynn and. Justin Herbert had no chance versus Bill Belichick. So it's not going to happen. And mm-hmm. I think they have a real chance versus Raheem Morris. Okay. Right. Uh, two more, two more. We got New Orleans at Philly. Taysom uh, Hill versus Jalen Hurts. Um, we, we got. Although I am excited touchdown. to see Hurts. I see, yeah. I'm excited to see Hurts to. I'm excited to see Hurts play, but give me New Orleans, man. I don't know. I, oh, yeah. We'll see. I'm interested. Jalen Hurts, I mean, I don't believe in him. However, new quarterback, Saints get weird. They have a, Philly has a good D. Taysom Hill could have a bad game. Doug Peterson's the king of weird stuff. I hope, he never, I hope he's not the Jets coach. I'm kind of scared of it because of Joe Douglas' connection. It's going to be Bill Cower, man. Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because his, yeah, his, his wife uh, likes the Jets. Oh, God. God help me. Um... Last one, dude. Football team at Niners. The football killing with the football team. Forty Niners field goal favorites. What do you got? Uh, give me, give me, give me the football team. Hell yeah! Give me the football. Give me the football team, team all day. The Shanahan, Shanahan revenge game. Yeah, give me the football team, man. I, I'm feel, I'm feeling football team this week. You want to talk about frauds? San Francisco Got a frauds. Hands out there. Oh, really? Frauds, man. Okay. I like Washington. So, with, by the way, do you see Philly winning the game or losing to New Orleans? Oh, they're losing. Okay, so we have Washington, Giants, and Dallas winning this week. Ruff yes. Ruff. Yep. Things are happening. It's going to be sloppy. It's going to be sloppy in the <laughs> NFC leads, baby. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Let's see. Obviously, we're gonna be wrong on those, but I'm very, I'm very curious as to how it's gonna play out. Oh, I'm so excited to watch the. This is this is what I say. Like, I hate, I hate trying to predict on this like division, but it's so interesting to watch when it gets down to crunch time because it's just always just like a toss up every single year. So, yep. 
So, yeah, let's get ready for uh, Jamal Adams and the Seahawks. I'm glad Greg Williams is not there to for Adams to show him that he's not bored. Um, Adams is definitely going to have a lick or two on Darnold. Yes. Just just stay health, just stay up, stay healthy. Get out of yeah. this game healthy. That's all that matters. Get the L and let's let's move on. Let's move on yep. to LA. Yep. If Fact, the Rams get this you. L, which you guys probably watched yesterday, or we'll see. What do you think? Oh, I mean, we're 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 in the future, Alex. What happened versus Rams Patriots? Patriots win. Then they're making. Okay, so Rams way. Rams gonna take take us down. Perfect. That's what we want. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So that about wraps it up. Um, let's go Jets, yeah. man. Let's just go. Let, like, let, let's go. Let's get that number one pick. Let's do it. Let's let's wrap this season up with a nice boa and the number one pick. All right. Let's let's make it worthwhile for the New York Jets fans. Okay. Let's make it worthwhile. Okay. It's been long enough. It's been hard enough to watch every single game. Please give the fans something in return of like hope, not just getting rid of Adam Gase, but giving us the number one overall pick. And with that, everyone, that wraps it up for another Jets episode on the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And please rate this podcast. Let us know. Give us some feedback. So let us know what you think about it. Um, let us know if you have any suggestions. Please, we're all ears coming, for, coming from everybody. Also, please make sure to check out all of our social media platforms. We're on the Tweet Tweet, as Bart Scott likes to say, Birdie app, Twitter. We're also on Facebook, where it's just Stalker Central. And we're on that, you know, that photo app, Instagram. So please come check us out on all social media platforms. Give us a follow, and we'll catch you later this week. And guess what, John? Excited, man, because this day, when this podcast comes out, the Knicks are playing, baby. Friday Night Knicks, Knicks we're back. back. We're back. The Knicks are back. Knicks are back, baby. Let's Let's get it going. Let's Let's go. go. Catch you, catch you later, everyone. <laughs>